Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. right it is go birds presented by parks casino and sportsbook elliot shore parks james seltzer with you till three leading off after that some phillies yankees action after that we're gonna get into the eagles in just a sec i i i gotta start here as elliot and i uh prior to the game or prior to the show uh hanging out in the xfinity x1 lounge watching a little sports and uh honestly i'm shook right now elliot uh we just saw one of the scariest things I've ever seen on television for um, if you haven't heard I'm sure you will hear uh, I'm sure it'll be a a big story nationally and internationally but a uh, a Danish soccer player from Denmark uh, Christian Eriksen just collapsed on the yeah. field in the middle of the match the Euros going on and um, as we're watching it we just see him go down uh, incredibly scary scene uh, chest compressions oh I don't we don't want to speculate on on whatever it looked but very serious incredibly serious they stopped the game they suspended yes. the match in the middle of it um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm shook right now. Thoughts and prayers to him, his family, everyone. It was really a, um, you know, we're getting ready to just go do a show and talk Eagles and we're going to do that. But yeah. I think we're both just a little yeah, shaken th- at this point. It was a really terrifying thing to see. Yeah. I think you put it perfectly. All we can do is thoughts and prayers, hope, hope for the best. Um, and, and that's really it. But yeah, it was, it was shaky. It was a reminder that, you know, these are, hu- these are people, these are humans out there playing. These are not just characters in a story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it's sad, and you know we will update you, I guess, if anything comes out. Yeah, yeah, and we'll be on it as uh, it is. You know, sports news obviously far more important than sports, but part of yes. the sports world. And uh, and again, just you know, Elliot and I usually come in and we're we're ready to roll and yell. We, at we each were other an hour ago. We yeah, were. we were ready to yell at each other, have a good time, you know, talk to everybody, and we still are. But um, just felt weird to come in and and start a show and not mention what yes. just happened. And I'm sure, again, a lot of people will hear about it as as it comes out as the. You know, it's shown and, and all that on, on um, I'm sure, a lot of, you know, Sports Center, all those types of things. You'll hear about it. So, um, 
uh, we'll keep an eye out. And, and again, just thoughts and prayers to uh, Christian Eriksen, his family, and, and the whole Danish team. So No easy transition, unfortunately. No, no really just a scary moment. So, yeah. But we are here. It's Go Birds Radio, uh, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbooks, and Eagles action. It has been a bit of a slower time, a little bit of a break for us. Normally yes. we're coming in, reacting to some crazy story, crazy article, all that. But Well, the the weird thing about it being a downtime is it doesn't turn my brain off from thinking about the Eagles. So <laughs> yeah, right. even though nothing is happening, you know, if I'm out on a run, I was uh, away for a few days last week and I'm just at this point, I'm basically always thinking about Jalen Hurts or Nick Sirianni. Like, you know, if I'm, if I'm like I said, if I'm out from whatever, I have nothing else going on in my life. I'm like, so what do I think of Jalen Hurts moving forward? Like how in how, how like into him as a quarterback am I? Do I believe in Nick Sirianni? So, look, those are big picture questions that are very real with this team. Yeah, and I think the Jalen Hurts thing is particularly notable at this moment. Obviously, a little, you know, news isn't the word, but discussion around Jalen Hurts this week. Something always happens with the Eagles. Yes. Where it's, there's always plenty to talk about, even in a downtime. So Chris Sims does not have Jalen Hurts in his top 40 quarterbacks. I think you and I both feel that's silly. It's ridiculous. wild. And here's the thing. I, I think this is a perfect example of where – being a national reporter, it's a very tough job. It is. Like, there's been times in my career where I've, you know, called to different radio stations as a national reporter, and it's hard. Like, I, I cover the Eagles day to day, so I'm way more in tune with what's happening with the team. So as a national reporter, and look, Chris Sims, I think, does an excellent job. I think does a great job, uh, you know, evaluating quarterbacks, all that stuff. But, man, not to have Jalen Hurts in your top 40, it's just crazy to me. I don't see the logic. And when you look at where he has certain people, he has Case Keenum, Number 40, who, if you want to make an argument, he's done a lot in the league. He took the Vikings to the championship game, all those things, maybe. But then he has Kellen Mond, a third or fourth round pick from this year's draft yeah. at 37. So those two don't don't link up. Don't jive. Them. Is it projection? Is it what they've done? Is it who right. they are? What is it? And my main takeaway from this is the national media is going to be wrong about Jalen Hurts. As somebody that has seen him since he got here to Philadelphia, I've seen everything he's dealt with, I know his skill set. I am confident that Jalen Hurts is going to be very good, and he is going to prove the national media wrong. What I can't decide is what should be expected of him next year? Because as, you know, as I think about this basically my, my whole life now, is what at the end of the year, if I said to you, this is what happened, how would you feel about it? And what I ultimately come down on, and you're going to be surprised by this, I haven't even, <laughs> haven't even told you this yet, Jalen Hurts has to make the playoffs next year. Oh, buddy, that's unfair. And I'm not – it is. That is the perfect response. It is unfair. But let's also talk about the reality of the situation, right? The Eagles have three first-round picks next year. Mm -hmm. They have a ton of cap space. They are not going to ride out the Jalen Hurts experience for more than a year if he's not good. And the chances of Jalen Hurts being really good and them not making the playoffs are extremely slim. Like, Jalen Hurts is not going to throw for 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, and they're going to go – eight and nine or whatever it would be this year, right? In a division that nine, nine wins could win it all, if Jalen Hurts is good enough where you say that's the guy, then they're probably a playoff team. I mean, even Wentz's rookie year, they won seven games. He wasn't great the whole time, but they won seven games. But the division winner that year, I think, won 13 games. I think it was the Cowboys. But at the end of the year, you felt good about him. Fair or not, if Jalen Hurts is going to win this quarterback job, He's got to make the playoffs. I just think that's the reality of the situation. 
I get what you're saying. I just think that's incredibly unfair. I mean, he is. It is incredibly unfair, but do you agree that it's the reality? No, no. I think Jalen Hurts could be very good this year and they still not make the playoffs. I disagree. They are. They have so little talent around them. I know you think the team is more talented than I think it is, but this is a flawed football team. Like, mm-hmm. this is not a quarterback away. Now, yes, a quarterback can make up for a lot of deficiencies. And if Jalen Hurts is, is truly great, if he is a top five quarterback in the NFL, that level of player – Yes, that's a whole different discussion, but I still think he can show them that he has the potential to be a great quarterback this season and not make the playoffs. We saw Deshaun But Watson how many la- great quarterbacks? Deshaun like, Watson last year was great. True, but, but he's also, games. yes, but he's also in his fourth or fifth year. He's made the playoffs before, right? So there's a bit more of a tracker. Oh, I know, but still, I'm, I'm giving you an example of a quarterback having a great season. But they're few and season. far between, I think, right? Maybe there's one every year, maybe. But for the most part, and especially in a division where you really are going to probably win it with nine wins, maybe ten wins, right? So – and, you know, again, I do I do see the unfairness of this because he's been thrown into a very tough situation. He was thrown into a tough situation last year. Now this is, again, a tough situation. But if you're Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie, you're going to get probably, or if you're Howie at least, one more shot at getting a quarterback, right? You're going to get Jalen Hurts this year, and the next offseason is when you really have to decide because if Jalen Hurts isn't good, you're going to have maybe probably a top-10 pick. But you, you're going to have three first-round picks regardless. You're going to have a ton of cap space. Who knows what's happening with Deshaun Watson at that point? Like, next offseason is the time where they're going to commit to somebody, whether that's Jalen Hurts or somebody else. And if the team goes 6-10 and 10 or 6-11 and 11 now with 17, with 17 games, I don't see how you can feel comfortable recommitting to Jalen Hurts. I understand we're going to have to watch how this season plays out. And you're right. It could be a Deshaun Watson situation where last year Deshaun Watson put up great numbers, but they only won four games. That could happen. I agree. I just think the chances are small. And so if I'm Jalen Hurts and I'm saying this is my chance to win a starting job in the NFL, you, he unfortunately, I believe, is going to have to make the playoffs to secure it, to, to have there be no question that for 2020, 2022 he's the guy, he's going to have to make the playoffs. This year. Yeah, I just look at it. You're much more of a QB wins guy than I am. Well, it's the most important stat. So. <laughs> I think there's a lot more that goes into winning a football game than just the play of the quarterback. Like, the play of the quarterback matters the most. I get that. But I think you can absolutely see situations where good quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, don't make the playoffs based on the things that happen around mm-hmm. them. And, and the Trump Watson is the most recent example, but it happens. And I think that Jalen Hurts can show you something. He, is in, he has started four games in the NFL. Four. And came in as someone who was expected to be a project of sorts, yep. right? Like, not like ready-made, let's roll. He's not Trevor Lawrence coming to the NFL. So, of course, I think that he can show you something, give you glimpses, show you that he's got the potential to be something great without actually making every play, without actually, you know, everything going right for them. Like, I could see a world where maybe they start poor and they're struggling, and then he figures it out and puts it together and they make a run similar to when since uh, the 7-9 and nine season. Mm-hmm. Like, how about that kind of season where at the end you say, oh, yeah, that's there. Heading into next year, Right, but here's guy. the difference. So I agree that that could happen, and I want to be crystal clear about something. I'm not saying I believe he should have to make the playoff. I'm saying I think that's what the situation is. So this is not me setting the bar really high for him. I'm not trying to do that. I'm saying what I think the situation is. But to your point about Carson in, in 2016, Carson had the longest leash of maybe any quarterback in the NFL in 2016, right? Obviously, like Tom Brady and all that. But he was just the number two overall pick, right? They were contractually tied to him. They just made him the guy. Carson wasn't going anywhere, even if they went 0-16. It was his job in 2017. That is not the case with Jalen Hurts. So you're right. I think that Jalen 
should be afforded what Carson got in 2016. I think there's an argument for saying next year is Jalen Hurts' rookie year, right? Didn't get an offseason, only played four games, whole new coaching staff. Didn't I know get it's, first team yep, reps all I year, agree. All that stuff. I think he should be held to the standard of a rookie next year. I just don't think that's what's going to happen because of where this franchise is at. And also, let's be real, because of who the Eagles are, they are not a franchise that is going to be okay missing the playoffs two, three years in a row. If, they, if they're not in the playoffs next year, that would have been two years in a row. I think that the chances of them riding out Jalen Hurts if they're not in the playoffs are slim because if you're Howie and you're Jeffrey, you're sitting there, let's say it is the season you talked about where maybe they start one and two, one and three, you know, up and down type season. He, he wins some great games. Maybe he beats the Chiefs somehow, but then they lose to whoever, like that type of season. I could picture them at the end of the year sitting there and going, you know what? I'm not sitting out the playoffs another year. Here's three first-round picks. Go get me my quarterback. Here's all this cap space. Let's pay whatever it takes to get whoever, right? So I think Jalen Hurts is not going to be afforded the chance he should get, but I I just think that's the reality of the situation. And and as I walk around day-to-day and think about it, that's just what I keep coming back to. And I don't think it's fair, but it's where I think it is. 215-592-9494. What, what are fair expectations for Jalen Hurts from a, a team perspective this year? What do the Eagles need to do for Jalen Hurts to be the guy moving forward? And do you believe in Jalen Hurts? You know, where do you stand? Are you That's on the, another interesting question. Yeah, like are you on the Chris Sims side of things? Like, Because, again, Chris Sims is saying there are f- at least, at least 40 quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes. Better than Jalen Hurts. Elliot and I completely disagree with that. Where do you stand on Hurts? Do you believe in this guy? 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every Saturday at this time in Abington with our buddy Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How we doing today? What up, man? How you doing? Good, good. So, yeah, real quick, uh, uh, just thoughts and prayers to Christian Erickson yes. and his family. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, legitimately one of the scariest things I've ever seen live. For sure, for yeah. sure. All right, so um, if you guys would allow me a minute at the end of the call, I have a rant to go on. Uh, Tom, of course. We will okay. afford you the minute. We will allow you whatever you need, sir. My man, my men, my men. All right, so uh, quick shout-out to Ray and Gwen. I'll tell you what, I love Troy Vincent before that tells your story, but yeah. I love him even more, too, man. man. That dude is a righteous dude. And and incredibly smart and interesting. Yep. Yeah, All-time underrated Eagles. Yeah, he, absolutely. he will be the commish one day. I think so, too. Yeah. I know DeCamera said that this week and i he's on that path for sure yeah yeah so when it comes to hurts um yeah i think sims is wrong too i i would put him somewhere probably in the late 20s that's where i'm at right now yeah i think yeah. that's right put him. 20s early 20s late 20s somewhere in there and i'd say both of you are, are, are correct when it comes to hurts it is both unfair to make that statement that he has to make the playoffs but i do believe it's also true wow. just because of the circumstances yeah yeah, so, and I'm surprised you feel the way, to be honest. I thought, you know, again, like when I, when I think about it, I think, man, that's so unfair he has to make the playoffs. But just the reality of the situation is yeah, because of where they, they are. They have too much firepower to yeah. do something in the offseason. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know when it comes to Hurts. I just I, – I don't think it, 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 it's going to work out here. I don't think he's a franchise guy. I told you guys I think he's a lesser version than number five. Um, but pretty that's good quarterback, happens. though. If you're, I mean, look, number five is the best quarterback the franchise has ever had. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But when I say lesser version, you know. Right. I, I, mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right, right. So I, I, this is what happens when a, when a team totally bungles their relationship with an actual franchise quarterback. Oh, here you know? we go. Here we go. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is, this is what we're in for. We're in for. Look, you guys know what it's like when we don't have a franchise QB. You, you could go four, five, six Yeah, years. I know. We just saw the last two years. It's been brutal. Yeah. 
And, and that's what we're heading towards. And by the way, Elliot, you, you're totally incorrect by saying wins are the most important stat for a QB. Oh, I think are, they are. They're a team stat. They're not even. I think a quarterback quarterbacks stat. would Thank agree you, with you. It's Tom. the most important Thank stat. You. Quarterbacks would agree with you on this. Over a two or three week stretch, maybe, but over multiple years, there are not many quarterbacks that have a losing record that are really good quarterbacks over a so prolonged to, stretch of time. Just to clarify, you said the guys that actually played the position would agree with me. No, I think they'd agree with me. I think when you when you talk to quarterbacks, they believe that wins are ultimately what their job is to do: win the game. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, James? You know what I think. I I get Elliot's point, and I do understand that more than other positions, they're going to be graded by that. But it's incredibly unfair to do that again. Deshaun mm. Watson just went four and twelve, and he was awesome for the Texans this right. year. Like you think, Nick Foles is the best Eagles quarterback of all time because he won pretty much one game. Yeah. Well, so there you go. I guess it's all about circumstances. Yeah. And also, again, like how you play in it. Like part of it is not just that that I Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. It's that he had the best game an Eagles quarterback has ever played in yes. the Super Bowl. If I had a bell, I'd ring it. Okay. All right, let's see. All right, Tommy, your rant. Okay, so so last week, we all know a clown called in. Let's refer to this clown as the pigeon from Chester. Oh, buddy. So this pigeon fired shots at both myself and Mad Mike, which is fine. I take on all comers. But now I'm going to spit some fire back. (laughs) All Um, right. So, uh, hey, pigeon, we all know you played a couple years semi-pro football, but this doesn't translate you to knowing more than everybody else. Contrary to what you believe, although you probably should stick to football because you did predict the Sixers with Embiid to lose to the Hawks. How's that looking? And I'd further go on to tell this pigeon to not be jealous that I went golfing with James and the Hammer. That's kind of high school behavior. I would tell you to grow up there. And in closing, I would tell this pigeon to stop trying to be the next Levi from Overbrook because oh, you couldn't man. you couldn't hold Levi's jockstrap because your opinions suck, your calls suck, and you suck. Okay? Okay. Have a great weekend, Tom. Tell us how how you really really feel, feel, Tom. Mad Tom from Abington today. (laughs) Love you, buddy. Good call. All right. Take care, guys. One of the things. We we do not endorse any callers. I love both callers. But one thing I do love about WIP, like having grown up in Philly and listening, is like it's always cool when the callers, I think, talk to each other. Me too. Like that. Like that's how you know it's a real community. And it's just, I mean, dude, I grew up in Philly. I love WIP. But hearing the callers like that, it's it's cool. I am so with you. Even though it was mean-spirited, Tom. Yeah, but, you know, a little caller-on-caller crime. It happens. Uh, Speaking of of cool things about WIP, something that I always find super cool about WIP is doing a show and looking down at your call screener and seeing someone you used to watch play a sport as a kid on the call screener waiting to talk to you. That's coming up next. Who is it? One of my faves is on the line to talk to us next, plus your calls. It's Elliot. It's James. And let me remind you that no one does live in-game play-by-play betting better than the parts sportsbook app. Our sportsbook app of choice. Baseball's back. Golf's in full swing. Basketball is riding high. Sign up now and bet on live on baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more. They have an incredible offer to get you in on the action. As a new customer, you can make your first bet risk-free up to 5 Hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. The Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app based right here in the Delaware Valley. They have it all: live in-game betting, which is a a wild ride. Parlays, which Elliot and I are obsessed with. Props, teasers, so much more. You can bet on individual player performances and pro hoops, hockey, baseball, things like points, rebounds, goals, strikeouts. Anything and everything you can think of. You can bet on futures. Who's going to win it all in any sport? You can bet on individual series, individual games, and of course, it is fun. It's easy. It's intuitive. 
And it makes the games more fun when you got a little action on them. Park Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. New customers only. Here's the deal. Sign up now and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or, bo- or go to parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. And again, that's P-A-R-X casino.com slash forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. See the website for terms and conditions. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Talking Jalen Hurts. Quick uh, update. Uh, obviously, started the show a little differently than normal as, uh, you know, we watched the scary scene in the Euros. Christian Eriksen collapsing CPR administered on the sideline. A really scary moment. Um, BNO News, a verified account on Twitter, says, uh, update, Denmark midfielder Christian Eriksen was conscious and raised his hand when he was carried from the mm-hmm. field. There are pictures of him. Coming off the field looks in a stretcher like, where looks he looks like he alive. Okay, alive. Least. Yes. We weren't sure. We didn't want to speculate, but like, there, it felt like there was a chance he had died on the field. It was. It was, a, it was terrifying. Honestly, like I, I'm still shook by this. Yes. Like watching that happen, it is, without a doubt, one of, if not the single scariest thing I've ever watched live on television. Yeah, and thank God he's okay. Yeah. That's all you can say, right? Yeah. I mean, just, just thank God. Yeah. Yeah, and we assume, you know, like obviously they right. Hopefully it. he's okay. But long, we think know. he's okay. S- signs are good, yes. which is for where it was very, very positive. So, um, you know, we'll we'll keep updating you on that and uh, keep our fingers crossed. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on Jalen Hurts? Do you believe in him? And what's fair? What's uh, or or fair or unfair? What are what's the, the reality? Yeah, what's the reality? What does he need to do next season to win the job? I think is is the question. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. As I mentioned before the break, one of the thrills of WIP is doing a show and looking down at your call screener, and all of a sudden, the name Mitch Williams is just looking right back at you. Mitch, hey brother, what's up, boys? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Glad and we're doing great think, too. Now I that you called in, is gonna be, I think Hurts is going to do great this, with this team. I really do. Yeah, well, well, look, I'm confident as well. I think that he showed enough last year to make me think that he can take this team to the playoffs. And, no, look, we're not going to get into a heated debate, me and James, about how good they are. But <laughs> Again. I, I think he has talent around him where he could do that. But what makes you confident in him? His demeanor, the way he carries himself yeah. on a football field. It's my favorite thing um, about him. Yeah, there, I don't think there's anything that rattles him. One of the things that really impressed me about him, he wins a national championship, loses his job, then in the SEC championship the next year, he's got to come in to a 24 nothing game against Georgia and bring mm-hmm. Alabama back to beat them. Yeah. There, there just isn't anything that intimidates the kid. That's what I like about him. I, I'm so with you, Mitch. And you see it in the way he carries himself, his attitude, the whole, like, I'm, I'm all in on competition. And it's very refreshing with the quarterback who just left town, kind of like the yeah. antithesis of that. Well, I think everybody got a chance to see it last year. There is no way you can tell me that those guys didn't perform better for Hurts than they did for Wentz because Wentz, just, he was out there going through the motions. Well, look, they got their best win of the season the second they benched Wentz, right? And it's hard exactly. not to view that as anything but a shot at Carson. But, I mean, they benched Carson, and the next week they beat the best team they beat all year. So I think that's certainly part of it. And to your point about his mental toughness, to 
the situation he walked into last year, I think, was something that unless you're here in Philly, like obviously you are, and you know all of us that cover and, and follow the team closely, you can understand what a tough spot that was. Like nationally, if you're Chris Sims, I could see maybe you don't know the intricacies of what happened. But for him to come into that spot where he instantly becomes like I don't want to say enemy number one in the quarterback room, but Carson's not happy he's there. The quarterback coach is Carson's best friends, right? So that that's awkward too. And for him to like fight through that and to be as prepared as he was to come on, I thought it was extremely impressive. Exactly. I, I think the city of Philadelphia, if they just step back and give this kid a chance, they're going to see a kid that really knows how to perform. I love it. Mitch, you, but quickly, before we let you go, I, I'd be remiss. Got to do Philly. Yeah, quick question. Like, uh, obviously, walked it off two in a row. There's actually some, for the first time all season, some excitement. and It feels like in that clubhouse with this team, obviously we know the issues, the defense, the, the poor play and all that. Do you think there's a chance? Obviously, there's a chance. But do you think this team could legitimately use these two wins as a launching pad and maybe do something here? You know, I would, I would love to think that, but I've been giving absolutely zero indication that that's going to happen. Yeah. They won four to start the season, and from that point on, they just never played together, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't look like they're having fun out there exactly. either. Exactly. I mean, it is. you get paid to do it, but – I played 11 years, and I saw one paycheck, and that was for a reason. Because I wanted to make sure I was playing the game for the game and yeah. not the money they were paying me to play it. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I'm I'm pretty much on the same page as you. Look, if if this doesn't do it, if these back-to-back walk-offs, the Luke Williams moment, which just, you know, in a vacuum in and of itself, one of the great moments of the last five years of Phillies baseball, like if that can't do it, I, I you know, I'm, I'm out. I think exactly. It's it. Yeah, yeah I'm with it, you. it really shouldn't take a young kid coming up and going off to get a team going. I agree, but but hopefully it it does what it sh- what it should do. Mitchie, a pleasure, man. When are you on the morning show this week? Oh, probably Thursday. Usually call and let me know Monday. Awesome, awesome. Well, everyone, check Mitch out on the morning show. Mitch, we'll talk to you soon, brother. So, all right, guys, be good. Thanks, man. Something quick off of what he said, and I think, look, as a former athlete, he knows, and he's right. Like. And you say it all the time, above the shoulders really matters, right? And I think Jalen Hurts definitely checks that box. He's, he's football smart. He's a clear team leader. He's mentally tough, all those things. I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in that part of him that it overshadows that he has legitimate skills that should, people should be excited about as a player. Like Jalen is not, only, is not just where he's at because of mental toughness. Clearly that's part of it, as, as with all athletes. But he's extremely good, I believe, as a passer. I know I'm a bit in the minority on that one, but like I believe from the pocket he can be a winner. We saw him make throws last year that were legitimate, hard NFL throws to make. We know he has a strong arm. We saw that in the long touchdown to Deshaun Jackson he had. So I think as a passer, there is a lot to like about him. He's very quick with his release, all those things. Also, I just think on the ground he can be a real difference maker. Last year we saw, and this was honestly mostly Carson's fault, but the offensive line looked terrible because Carson held onto the ball so long. But Carson also physically wasn't able to escape guys anymore. You know, since suffering the torn ACL, the fractured back, he was not the same athlete he used to be. Jalen Hurts, look, I could probably count, you know, 10, 15 times last year where it was like third and eight, third and seven. And if Carson was in there, they're punting the ball. Jalen turned that into a fresh set of downs. So, yes, I am excited about Jalen as a person. I think he checks a lot of those boxes. But let's not overlook the fact that you don't become – one of the best quarterbacks in Texas as a high schooler. You don't get to Alabama. You don't get to Oklahoma without having a legitimate skill set. Yeah. It's, it, Elliot, it's a great point. And because I, I do that, I harp on the, the above the shoulder stuff because it matters to me at that position more than any other. Like, mm-hmm. I just think 
the the best of the best of that position have that stuff. They and you have to have it, and he does have it. I'm just saying. No, I agree with you. Yeah, it's a really good point because it's that's really the only positive focus on. Focus on he is super athletic. He is talented. You know, the questions are going to be: Can he process quickly? Can he get through his progressions? Is he well? I think with all rookie quarterbacks, of course, that's the stuff we need to learn and see how he handles it at the next level moving forward. But I agree with you. I think. He definitely has the above the shoulders, but he's got the physical stuff, too. And look, a lot changed about Carson throughout his career, and injuries were a part of that. But coming out, Carson was considered an elite football mind, right? That's all you heard about, how impressive he was on the whiteboard yep. during the interviews. Peyton Manning last, last year, he looked like he had no idea what he was yeah, looking at. Totally. <laughs> so, like, what you are coming out, and I know Jalen's earlier in his career, so you have to use a little bit more, and he only played four games. But players can overcome things, and this is where the mental part comes, where, like, Jalen is an extremely hard worker. So I believe that he is not uh, hes not what he's always been in that way. Like, I think he can improve. He's not, he can't, yeah, exactly. He'll and get better. The other thing is, I know that the Eagles don't exactly exude confidence in him in a way. They don't come out there and say, he's the guy, he's the guy. And internally, I'm sure they do have questions, but also internally, they believe he's a guy that's improved every year. Like, they've not, they didn't just start scouting him prior to drafting him. Like, they know who Jalen Hurts is. And if you look at from, his freshman year to his sophomore year to his junior year from Alabama to Oklahoma, from Oklahoma to last year, they see a player that's improved. And I think that's an extremely encouraging sign. 215-592-9494. Not enough anger on the show today, Elliot. Let, let's let's get mad. What's he mad about today? Hey, mad, first of all, Joe Carter called and said no one cares about Mitch. Oh, Mitch stop. My, Mike, don't opinion. make me hang up on you. Don't make me. I don't want to. No, one more like that and I'll hang up on you. All right. Well, first of all, I here's my thing. I think the ceiling for Jalen Hurts is Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I think he's going to have some good games. He's going to have some bad games. And he's just going to bounce around because I don't think he's going to stay here. But why? I'm just curious. What don't you like about his game that makes you think that? Because obviously you want him to be more than Fitzpatrick. He's a a one read and run quarterback. And I don't know if you're going to – a lot of times it's hard for them to get rid of that mindset. So I don't think he is a one one read and run quarterback. All all we've seen so far is one read and run. Well, I I don't know where you're getting that I don't don't agree with that, number one. I think it's very hard for us to tell, like, what he's reading out there, right? But but also – how can you say he's not? Because I – from watching the games, and I don't think that's who he's, he's played. I did watch the games. But he's played football his whole life. Like, he's been a quarterback in multiple high levels. I, I just find it hard to believe that he's got as far as he had with one read and run. Now, I will say, as a rookie, yes, like, he's going to have to improve on that. I just don't believe he's destined he's to be a, a rookie. One. He ha- and for, no, I'm I, saying I, last I year. I'm saying would, last year I he was a rookie. Ike would yell at you for saying that next year is going to be his rookie year. Well, that's and how I, I feel. And I love Ike, but I could yell at me if he wanted. I, I think mean, it's not a crazy thing to say. He started four games without yeah, but he had Without first time healthy to prepare and learn the NFL, he's not a rookie. Well, it was also COVID. Things with COVID. I I understand what you're saying, Mike. It's semantics. Like he's yes, he's not a rookie, rookie, but he is new to the league still and new to being a starter. And it's a whole new coaching staff. New to being a starter into a season. Like again, like no first team reps, none of that thrown into it. Like that does matter, Mike. Also. Uh, I just also wanted to touch on Jeff McClain calling out what I've kind of been saying about Fletcher Cox uh, a little bit. Like I, I the, the article he wrote like was spot on, and I, I just I think Fletcher Cox is a widely like I know everybody loves him here, but like sometimes I think he is you know kind of lazy and, and fluffs off and takes off like half the game, and like for a guy who makes the money that he makes and the way that he's just kind of glorified
side. I, I think he he what Jeff McClain kind of called him out on is, is kind of right. Mike, you're a barrel of laughs today, bud. <laughs> well, yeah. hey, you said you wanted some anger. I mean, I, I appreciate it. it. It's a great call. And just to clarify probably. one we'll thing. Talk to you soon. Like, Jeff McLean's story was reports on what his sources are hearing. It's not McLean's opinion yeah. that he's yeah. doing that. And, and, yeah, and well, and I just, look, Fletcher tweeted about it, right? So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to that. And all the off-the-field stuff aside, like, this is a big year for Fletcher big Cox time. contractually. I mean, he's he's under contract for more than one year, but next offseason, I think he'll either be traded or given a new deal because they'll they'll extend him to lower his cap hit or they'll move on from him. And I think it's a little overstated that he's been bad the last few years. I don't think he's been bad. I just don't think he's been Fletcher Cox of three years ago. He hasn't been consistently as dominant. Part of that is he gets a lot more double teams, which, you know, helps other, other linemen. And again, they did have the third most sacks in the league and he plays a large role in that, but this is a big year for him and they need a big year out of him. Like I've said consistently, if the Eagles are going to surprise people. It's going to be along the lines and Fletcher Cox plays a large role and the defensive line being good. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Vancouver and talk to our buddy Tom. Hey Tom. Hello, gentlemen. It's Tom too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T O O and the number two, right? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Tom from Abington has to be number one. So you know, <laughs> now so. you're number. Well, look, you're both number ones in our heart. One A and one. Well, uh, thank you. That's very kind <laughs> of you. <laughs> so um. I, you know, Elliot, I want you to be right mm-hmm. um, because I'm I'm always in your corner. But being in your corner, James is also in your corner, and your guys are not always in agreement. Mm, and it's very true. I'm yeah, yeah. So if you take it from that perspective, please, because I'm Canadian, so I've got it. <laughs> it's that. all good. <laughs> there will be no hurt feelings. Go ahead. Thank you, thank you. So I I was really excited to, even though as an LTBB member, I was so excited to have Jalen come into the uh, game last year. Like, it it was so much better than seeing Carson. It It was refreshing. I was so sad. Oh, my God. It was was huge. And I'd really like him to be more of a Lamar than a bust. But if I think about this, and I'm and I'm not a huge better. I do I play small bets. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I were in uh, if I were in Pennsylvania, then I would be using the Parks Casino uh, you app. You're damn right, uh, in, well to support your show. Appreciate <laughs> and, it. And the but I have to say that those would be riskier bets. And uh, both Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, if I were betting on them. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's funny. I don't know if you recall, but I actually compared Nick Sirianni to Chris Sims a couple of months ago. That's right, you did. Him. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm hopefully funny. he doesn't feel the same way. Yeah, right. yeah. hopefully he likes Jalen Hurts more. So okay, so I've got. Um, I'll I'll try and make this part uh, this part quick. There, there's a really interesting quote from uh, a discussion that Chris Sims had with Dave Zagaro, um, and this was pre-draft. Mm-hmm. He said, I, uh, he said, there are two really important things. The first thing he said was, I never evaluated Jalen Hurts through my process. And this is a direct quote. Um, so that puts, uh, you know, it seems, that seems certainly thing. noteworthy. Yeah, it's important exactly. think, in, in grading where he ranks in quarterbacks. Yes. So the second part, he says, I know he's a fine young man. He's got charisma and leadership and all that. But there's nothing I ever saw that led me to think he's an NFL starting quarterback. I don't like saying that about a young kid. And listen, I hope he proves me wrong. And then he made a few other comments about uh, about uh, about not being able to stretch the field and such that are significant. Mm -hmm. So so a couple of other interesting things. Joe Douglas just was on the Greenlight podcast. And uh, and, you know, uh, Chris Chris Long's pod, yeah. Chris Long, yes, Chris Long is such a great interviewer. He really is. Um, yeah. He comes to start talking about shaving heads and such. Well, yeah, <laughs> we don't have a ton of time. We're up against it, Tommy. So get okay, there. okay. So 
uh, Joe Douglas was saying how hard it is to evaluate uh, skilled players and how hard that is. And I just think we need to keep that in mind. Uh, it's really important. Last thing, um, Jalen Hurts, what he needs to, uh, to do well, I think he actually needs to have great O-line play because yeah. that was a common denominator. I agree. And all, Tommy, as always, my friend, it's always a pleasure. I do look, obviously, the offensive line is important. We saw last year. Now, I think that Carson played a large role in the offensive line struggling, and they looked better with Jalen, in my opinion. But yeah, he, if, if he gets all five starters in front of him for this year, I mean, they'll be a playoff team. Yeah, and he was under a lot of pressure those last two games, particularly. Yep. So I think that's incredibly important. 215 Where do you stand on Jalen Hurts? What? Does, what does he need to do this year to secure the job yeah. moving forward? And, and do you believe in him? 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. Don't go anywhere. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook with you till 3, leading off after that. Then all Phillies, Yankees action coming up here on WIP. It's Elliot. It's James. Talk a little Jalen Hurts. Where do you stand on Jalen Hurts? Let's go right back to the phones and talk to my brother in South Philly. Yo, Darren, what's up, buddy? What's up, my brother from another mother? How you doing, Elliot? What up, man? Long time no talk to. Glad to hear your voice. It's good to hear yours, but Elliot, you couldn't be more far off base. You know what the most important stat is to a quarterback? What? How about touchdowns to interceptions? Like yeah, and if you have a good one of those, you're going to have a lot of wins, too. I just think with how much they impact the game and how much they touch the ball, if you're a really good quarterback over four or five years or you know even two to three, you're going to have a good record, like flat out. I think even Carson's record over the last few years indicates what he's been at a, as a quarterback. Like last year he was so terrible. That, so by that logic, Nick Foles should be a first ballot Hall of Famer then because he had 20 Well, Nick Foles had a better career with the Eagles than Carson did. Like, without question. I think his win-loss record is better. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. He definitely did. <laughs> Darren, I, I'm not with you here, my friend. Like, Nick Foles absolutely What did Carson ever do better than, than, than Like, what are we talking Nick? about? I mean, yeah. Nick had the 28-2 uh, and two season. Nick Foles, Nick Foles went 27-2. Yes, which is just as good as Carson's 2017 season. he won the Super Bowl, season. you know, won those. Uh, as a backup, games. played, what, four, three, four games? But the five. most important ones. He played the important yeah, ones. I mean, I, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, Personally, I think Carson Wentz was a better starting quarterback than Nick Foles. He might have been, Back but wise, Foles had a better career. That, yeah, exactly. Career, sure, but he said, I'm looking at starter. But that's just me or there. I'm just looking to argue with you, Elliot, because it's just fun. Yeah, but I, I love it, too. In hers, I trust, period. Okay. Stop, 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 being, stop being pessimistic. Just that face. My man is a proven commodity. He went to Alabama, which is the best program in college football, lost his job, still had a good attitude, went to Oklahoma, did the same thing, bought out there. We got him a weapon in De- Devontae Smith. Let's sit there and see if we can't get the line. Hopefully the line is healthy. And let's hope uh, Dillard or Malaga decides to actually improve that uh, yeah. be a, the better left tackle. And let's just see what we have. Stop being so pessimist. I know it's your job. you got to be like, <laughs> Darren, Darren Elliott. I'm Mr. You, Optimism Darren, this offseason. Darren, uh, Elliot's the one sitting here talking about how great Jalen Hurts is. I know. It, it's, it's interesting to watch the reaction to my optimism because, like. People are so used to it, going after Well, and also it's like, like, well, you're a homer. But, like, so then. Is so the job of la- and also what was the last three years when I like, yeah, it was tore ripped. apart their starting quarterback. Like what are right. we talking yeah, about? Yeah, so I was a hater then and I'm a homer you now. You can't, you can't win. Is what know. it is. That is kind of ridiculous. Right, like I'm only life. doing my job if I'm yeah. negative. I guess yeah. is basically what they're saying. Yeah. But um, real quick, he mentioned Dillard, and I I've been thinking about this as well. We'll see what Dillard turns into. Clearly, the first two years have not been encouraging. There's no getting around that. But I do wonder if we're just completely writing him off a little early because his playing time hasn't been consistent. He was hurt last year. Jalen Rager missed time last year, but he probably is 
I would bet he's played more snaps than Dillard. I'd have to go go look it up. It's probably, probably close. Because yeah. Dillard played in four or five games his rookie year. But Jeff Statlin talked about Dillard this week, and he had some really interesting things to say. And Jeff Statlin's obviously someone that knows offensive line play, clearly. He's also somebody that, from my experience with him, is very honest in his press conferences. And he said this past year for Dillard, has been helpful in a lot of ways because obviously he was, you know, he didn't play, which isn't great, but he was in the meetings every day. He said the the mental part of Dillard seems to be a lot sharper. And he also said something I thought was interesting. He said Dillard seems hungrier to him now. And I do wonder if, you know, Dillard, come, you come in as a first-round pick, you've had an excellent college career, you know, maybe he needed a wake-up call of saying, like, look, my career could be on the line because let's be honest, it kind of is. Sure. Like, if he's not good this year, you get really close to being career backup slash bouncing around status. So, Dillard has the physical tools to do it. There's a reason he was considered such a great prospect, a reason he was picked in the first round. And I, I don't know if – I wouldn't bet on him to be great. Probably not a bet I would make yet. But I also think that we maybe undersell the chance that, look, he could he could legitimately go out there and win the job and play really yeah, well. Yeah, and, and as we've talked about on the podcast before, I mean, just from a pure – forgetting who we like more or, you know, whatever, like a pure roster construction standpoint yeah. – my lot of can back up at both sides, and Dillard well, can't. Like, just from that one thing alone, like, Dillard as the starter, if he can win that job, makes more logical sense from a roster construction. And one standpoint. key indication as to how real this competition is is if my lot signs a contract extension prior to the start of the season because he has one year left. The Eagles are not going to want him to go, like, six, seven weeks go into out the season. Go crush it. Yeah, and, and then, then you're yeah. paying him a ton of money. That's a great I, point. From my Lada's perspective, look, clearly you could get more money next year, but he was a seventh-round pick. This is life-changing money yep. he would get. I think he'd be willing to do it. So, you know, if they go to training camp and he signs a, an extension, then then he's that's the it. Guy. You know he's won the competition. But but outside of that, like, he is a free agent after next year. He has had back problems. I could see why, from the Eagles' perspective, they hope Dillard wins the job. He's under contract at a rookie rate for the next two years, I believe, and then also the fifth-year option. So they do have control of him for longer. He's cheaper. So, it's look, it's going to be, I think, the best competition at camp. It's not going to be as exciting as a quarterback competition or running back or receiver because it's just tougher to grade those spots. But it's an incredibly important competition. Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. If anyone wants to chime in on that as well, 215-592-9494. Let's go to Ardmore and talk to my buddy Anthony. Yo, Ant, what up, buddy? Yo, what's going on? I finally made it through. I love it, man. I love it. I talked to you during the week. We get you on the weekend. It's a beautiful thing, my friend. Oh, man. Yo, Elliot. A lot what of up? people hey, don't agree with you in the city. I appreciate the fact that you tell it how it is and Thank you. you report it how it is. You know? I appreciate that. Like, all my boys are like, oh, he don't know what he's talking about. I'm like, man. Yeah, he, well, I, I appreciate it. I guarantee it. he knows a lot more than you guys. Tell your boys to call in. We can talk. Nah, you don't want to talk so what's up, man? It's good to talk to you, too. I hear you on the, you know, throughout the week on the show. So good to talk to you. Yeah. Um, about the Jalen Hurts thing, man, I think if he gets that, like, he's able to throw a little bit more. I mean, I could see him in a couple of years being the next Russell Wilson. Look, I mean, he has the skill set in a lot of ways in terms of just, I think physically they're built similar. But also, like, let's be real. Some quarterbacks are athletic and some aren't. Like, you know, I mean. Tom Brady's an extreme example, but Tom Brady was never going to be a threat on the ground, right? Like, Joe Burrow is probably never going to be a threat on the ground. There's just certain quarterbacks that don't have that. He does have that part of it. So you're right. If Just like any young quarterback, if he can hone in on his passing game, you know, learn the league more, he's seeing more complex defenses than he ever has, like all rookie quarterbacks coming in. If he can do that, then, yeah, look, I think the sky's the limit for Jalen Hurts. I think he has all the skill sets you need to be a great quarterback. Yeah, and especially, like, you know, new coach, Sirianni, yeah. We got the new weapons. I mean, we got some running backs now. As long as our O line stays healthy, man, I think, you know, I think he'd be a stud. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Look, and again, it's it's not easy to do. Playing quarterback in the NFL is not easy, so it, it's going to be hard for him. But I'm with you on the fact that there should not be low expectations for him, right? I, I think he has the talent to be very good. I mean, he almost won the Heisman in college. Like, this is right. not a guy that's coming from, you know, North Dakota State. Like, this guy is coming from big-time programs. And another thing is, I like what he said. He's like, I'm, I'm here to work. I'm here to pay the rent, yeah. and I ain't missing any payments. Mm-hmm. Like, that shows he's like, It's know, the right attitude. You know, he's yeah, got the exactly. right the right mentality, the right attitude towards this. Yeah. Love it. Love it, guys. And thanks for calling in, brother. Great to talk no to you. No problem, man. Love yourself, sir. Uh, you're the man, Ant. A pleasure. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm – look, I, he has all the tools. He really does. You know, from, from above the shoulders and below, it's putting it all together and being in the right situation to succeed. Well, the question is – how much of a how long are they going to give him a chance to do it? Yeah. Right, I heard Ike say this week, are they going to give him two, three weeks to struggle? And in my head, I'm thinking, well, obviously, you're not going to put Joe Flacco in there, him, yeah, the season. But man. if they don't think he's the guy, I mean, you know, I could see it. So I, I think he deserves this year. There is almost no circumstance where I would bench Jalen Hurts for Joe Flacco. Zero. For I me. can't think of any. Maybe no. one arises, but I would rather ride it out with Jalen Hurts yeah, and lose, see what happens. I'd rather lose with Jalen Hurts than win with Joe Flacco. Yeah, and I think he deserves it. But I also think the reality is with three first-round picks and a ton of cap space next year, fair or not, he's got to get this team to the playoffs to lock the job in. For do there you, to be no doubt that it's his job. Do you, does Jalen Hurts need to get to the playoffs to lock down this job, or or can he show you without that? And, and Do you believe in Jalen Hurts moving forward? Where you at? Obviously, we are pro-Hurts, but... Um, Chris Sims and others, not, not so much. Not so much. Where do you stand on that? 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me remind you that no one does live in-game play-by-play betting better than the Park Sportsbook app. It's our sportsbook app of choice. Baseball's back. Golf's in full swing. Sign up now, and you can bet on live on baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more. They have an incredible offer to get you in on the action. As a new customer, you can make your first bet risk-free up to $500. The Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app based right here in the Delaware Valley. They have it all. Live in-game betting, which is a wild ride, parlays, props, teasers, and so much more. You can bet on individual player performances in pro hoops, hockey, baseball, things like points, rebounds, goals, strikeouts, anything you can think of, you can do it with the Park you know, Sportsbook app. It's intuitive. It's fun to use. It's easy. And it makes these games so much more fun to actually have some action on it. A, a random basketball game you wouldn't normally care about. You're watching it like it's life and death. It just makes it so much more fun. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. Here's the deal again. New customers only. Sign up now and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com PA. And use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, and again, that's P-A-R-X, casino.com, forward slash P-A, and use our promo code GOBIRDS. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. See the website for terms and conditions. It's GOBIRDS Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. One hour down, one hour to go, leading you up to leading off Phillies-Yankees after that. I think this is the quickest the offseason has ever felt, in a weird way. Well, Training camp is, I think, 40 Five days away? Yeah, well, because there was so much that happened. I mean, yes. let's think about it. The offseason began with a tanking scandal. Like, like we forget about yes, that. It began right. with the national, um, uh, everyone. Giants fans it. didn't forget about yeah, that. Yeah, you're true, true. They're still whining and crying like little babies. Um, like, it began with that. Then it's Doug's back for the press conference. Then he's fired, so it's a whole right. coaching thing. Then it's the Carson Wentz saga. Not to mention all the little Lori Howie, all the things that we went yep. through. Like, 
so much has happened. Already. Yeah, we're <laughs> not that season. far away from being and then in the draft. And then, like, there's just been a lot. Practice every day. There'll be preseason games this yeah. year. I think the Eagles are going to practice against a team, too. I could see them doing that. Sure. Look, Mr. Competition himself. Sirianni. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I know he's a new head coach, so maybe you want to wait a year. But, look, if you're Mr. Competition. Like, let's get another team in here. Let's go somewhere else. They play Pittsburgh and New York. Those are easy travels, uh, you know, if you want to do a week there before you play the game. So, yeah, I'm super pumped. I, I can't wait. Look, I'm excited every year to cover this team. It's just always interesting. But this year especially, I'm just excited to see what Sirianni does. It's new. Super excited to see yeah. Jalen Hurts, right? Like, it's fresh. It's new. It's exciting. Devontae Smith. Uh, I've even talked myself into maybe being excited about JJ. Yeah, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Save that for off yeah, air. Say, yeah, yeah like keep that to Not yourself. yet. Yeah, I don't keep that to say yourself. that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I- I'm ready for football. I'm ready for this team to get back out there. And, and to your point, it is different and fresh and new. And, and I-, I love the enthusiasm, the energy mm-hmm. Sirianni brings, this coaching staff. Like, it could be really fun. Like, yeah. it could be the start of something. So, 215-592-9494. Let's get back to the phones. Are you as excited as we are about the Eagles coming back? And really, where do you stand on Jalen Hurts? Let's go to Tennessee and talk to our brother, Justin. Hey, buddy. What's happening, fellas? Long time no talk on a pretty Saturday evening in Tennessee. It's been too long, man. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, it has. I've been been busy a lot here lately, but I've, I've got done with all my yard work. And I'm there sitting out here on the porch swing, listening to you boys, enjoying this beautiful afternoon. Uh, it's, a, it's a porch swing kind of day. That's yeah. well said. It is, man. Out here in the shade, the winds are blowing. My dog's just sitting out here with me. I mean, it's just a good evening, That's boys. always how I picture you, just so you know. Like, when, like <laughs> just in Tennessee, like, what is he doing? He is definitely swinging on a swing. Or a, a, a I'm swing, sitting on the porch swing. Yes, yes. I am. Oh, and get this. Uh, we had to run an errand to the store while ago, and there's this guy had a trailer called the Dominic's Philadelphia Water Ice. Nice. And yes. I found some water ice for the first time, and it was pretty darn good. Now, I yeah, thought it was awesome. as good as Rita's, but it was some pretty darn good stuff. I like it. Sounds That's like you're having awesome. a beautiful Saturday. Yeah, what a day. What a day. <laughs> Let's talk okay. some birds. What's on your mind, Justin? Let's talk some birds. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I think – I mean, what what would it really take for them to for him to do for them to say he's our guy going forward and not try to use all three draft picks yeah. next year to move up and get a quarterback or to get a Deshaun Watson or somebody else? And that's you the, know, that's I'm, the real question, right? Because if he was, you know, if they didn't have three first round picks next year, if they didn't have all the cap space, then you say, well, look, if he plays well enough to keep them out of, uh, outside of a top ten pick, then they're probably not going to draft a quarterback, but. The reality is they'll probably be able to get almost any quarterback they want next offseason. Clearly, some guys won't be traded, but well, yeah, if there's a guy that's available. available yes, yeah. but I mean, of the guys available, they will probably have their their pick of the litter, right? So that just, yeah. fair or not, it adds a ton of ex, a, a ton of pressure to Jalen Hurts. It just does. So, I mean, if they, if they only win, let's just say they win six, seven games. Yeah. But his stats are really good. You know, he, he done everything he could possibly do. He he doesn't have a horribly bad year, doesn't have a lot of turnovers. Say he throws for, let's say, 3,000 yards and rushes for 500 or something like that and has 30 total touchdowns and maybe, you know, we'll say 10 total turnovers, yep. whether it's picks and fumbles or whatever. Yeah. Would that be good enough? Because I'm telling you, next year's crop of cornerbacks is loaded, guys. Yeah, it's a great I mean, cornerback loaded. class. Yep. Uh, so, uh, to, to your point. Junior, yep. Oh, it's. Oh, I'm sorry, James. No, Go ahead. No, no, no. To, to your Italian. point, to your point, um, I think if he has that type of year, then maybe they're not definitely going out for a quarterback, but I think that they at least consider it. The difference would be if he 
is bad, right, and they're nowhere close to a playoff, then, like, you have to go get a quarterback. At that point, you're yeah. ha- you have to make the decision. In, the, in your world, what you just said, and, look, I think there's so many ways the season could play out. It's so hard to say what, what they definitely will and won't do. But if, you know, they have a really good offense, looks like Sirianni can coach, Hurts is running it, they're losing a lot of games because of the defense, yeah, then you're right. He could be back in 2022. I just think if you're Hurts, the only way to cement the job is to take this team to the playoffs. Really? So, yeah, yeah, if they're a playoff know, team, man. they're not moving on from Jalen. Well, that's – yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I mean, but, I mean, let's just say they're borderline. You know, say they miss out. Well, then I think his job know. security is probably borderline, right? I'm not saying they're definitely moving on from him, but if he's only yeah. just okay, if they're – you know, they are, like you said, maybe seven and I guess ten it would be, then, yeah, they're going to consider it. They're absolutely going to consider it. Yeah, I, that's that's the best, in my opinion, that – him working out, and we can use those three picks or oh, turn three into two and get one of the top corners and top edge rushers in the first round next year because I don't think the Dolphins are going to be good. I, I don't, don't like either. Tua. I don't think he's going to be I, good. I'm not I a really Tua don't. guy. I'm with you, Justin. I don't think the Colts make the playoffs I, I, either. I would take Jalen Hurts no, over I, Tua any day. I, I do think the Colts make the playoffs. I, I mean, yo, you're, you're the, the one Colts down there in Julio country right now, yeah, right? Buddy. I mean, the, 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 Titans, <laughs> yeah. the Titans are going to be good. Yeah, but I hate the Titans. I hate the Titans <laughs> as bad as I do the Braves. And James will tell you how bad I hate the Braves. Yeah, but, no, uh, hey, no. guys, I'm I'm going to get out there and let you go, James. I, I, I watched both Phillies games when they beat the Braves this wow. week. I was hooting and hollering as much as you was. Love it. Go, Birds. Love Enjoy you, boys. Yep. Love you, brother. That's great. Yeah. I, I swear you could hear birds chirping in the background. It was like an idyllic. You know? I picture like, him like a, just sitting out in the field, oh, just hanging yeah. out. What a life he lived. East Tennessee, sure. beautiful. we got to go to Tennessee one time. I'm in. Well, well we, we already did one. We have been to Tennessee the national before, It's like yes. the only place we've gone together. True, you know? very true. It's like yeah. the only state. I know. That's funny. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. But he does bring up an interesting point. Like, again, I do think there are avenues, there are situations where we come out of this season saying, yeah, the Eagles weren't that good, but Jalen Hurts showed me something. I feel more positive about Jalen Hurts now than I did before. It, it's possible. And again, who would have thought this time last year we'd be even talking about that, right? Like, I no know. one thought that Jalen Hurts was going to be the starting quarterback in 2022. So, yes, the season could play out any number of ways. My only point is the only way that he's guaranteed to be the quarterback is to make the playoffs. Like, if they're not a playoff team, again, that'd be the second year in a row they wouldn't be in the playoffs. I just think at that point, like, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie start to say, okay, how can we know we're going to be a playoff team? And maybe that answer is not Jalen. I, I, I hope he gets a realistic chance at the job because I think he deserves it. I think he has all the tools. But they didn't draft him to be the next guy. They drafted him in the second round because they even said, like, it's hard to find good backup quarterback play. And it's insane to use a second-round pick for that logic, but they did. And so I think he has more of an uphill battle to prove that he's the guy than, like, Carson did in 2016 or, or you know, other quarterback situations around the league. Go to Hanover and talk to Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Hey, guys. I, I love the show. Love the topic today. Awesome. Thanks for calling. Okay. Uh, I want to fully admit that I'm making this generalization being blind. Love the Eagles. Always have. Merrill Reese, great. You guys are great who cover this this team. Look, Jalen Hurts, to me, I, I think he's going to be fantastic. I mean, last year, he commanded the offense well, but what I really like about him, that Elliot, you talked about him, is his demeanor in the uh, in the mini camps this year. Yep. The OTAs, OTAs, he really talked about. Look, I'm not guaranteed a thing. I want competition. I want guys to have to pressure me for my job. So I, I actually, the pressure is on Jalen Hurts this year. 
The Eagles have set him up well offensively. I do look around at this defense. I see a bunch of holes. I don't know if the Eagles are going to win a whole bunch of games, but but I still think Jalen Hurts is going to have a very good year. And I do have some questions about the way, just that style of quarterback Jalen Hurts is, mm-hmm. just like I did Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz, to me, just didn't have it in general up in the head. Yeah, I don't Jaylen think he had Hurts, an if factor. The injuries played a role, no question about it. Yeah, Jalen Hurts does, though. So you've got to decide when to run, when is not the time to run. Mm-hmm. And I agree that he has that part of his game. I'd like to see him throw the football make good reads, make good decisions, and I think the uh, cast is around there to do that. So I think Jalen Hurts is going to be be fairly good, and I think the Eagles have a long-term success there potentially. Yeah, and look, it'd be huge for the franchise, obviously, if he's very good, right? You, you want to have your next quarterback, but especially at the salary he makes, you would then have another year of him being cheap. And what he just mentioned I think is interesting and could really change our perception of a lot of things is, Look, if Jalen Hurts is good, then it's possible Jalen Reger looks better. It's possible that all these draft picks we've killed Howie for all of a sudden don't look so terrible. So, again, it's probably a bit of a stretch to you know believe in Jalen Reger at this point. I just wasn't impressed with what I saw from him last year. But, again, when your quarterback plays so poorly, everything looks that much worse. So if Jalen Hurts can come in here and play at a high level, the team is going to be, be at a high level, just like flat out. I'd be very surprised if Jalen Hurts was super good and they didn't make the playoffs, especially in this division. Yeah, I just think also if the quarterback can get you the football right there, these players are going to make plays. Jalen Rager, the few times Carson Wentz put him there, put it there, was able to to make plays. We can see the guy has speed, and also also we got the weapon on the other side now. Yeah, Devontae so Smith. If the offensive line can hold up, Jalen Rager's got uh, just sorry, Jalen Hurts got a real chance to be successful. Good talk, to you guys. Brandon, great yeah, call. Thanks, thanks man. Yeah, look, the offensive line's huge, absolutely. And the other thing Stoutland said this week was, you know, he was honest in saying he was skeptical of what Brandon Brooks and Lane Johnson would look like coming into the offseason. And they don't have pads on yet. They don't, I don't think they're wearing helmets most days. They might put them on every once in a while, but they're not playing football. But just physically, he said he's been blown away at how they look. He said Brandon Brooks is getting off the snap just as fast as he ever has. Lane Johnson looks like, he said he looks like he's 100%, which he hasn't been in a few years. And that doesn't mean they won't get hurt again. Certainly their history, unfortunately, is that they've suffered injuries. So, But if they stay healthy, they seem physically like they're the same guys. And if they're the same guys physically, their Eagles are going to have one of the best right sides of the offensive line in football. And look, I will say, and again, as someone, you and I obviously have diverged when it comes right. to how good we think this roster is. If those guys can stay healthy, that is the part of the team that I feel the best about. Like, well, it's a part of the team that can change it the most. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, like, I do legitimately believe, and again, it is a big if. You know what? It, like you said, shells and helmets, like, is a very different thing than playing NFL football games. But if those two guys are healthy, and if you have a healthy Kelsey and whoever, whether it's my lot or Dillard, wins that job and you feel like some mm-hmm. level of confidence in him. Yeah, you're talking about one of the better offensive lines in football. Like flat out. I mean, they were like no in, question last year. Depending on what rankings you look, like 16th or 17th last year, and that was with 13 different starting yeah, lineups. Toth starting games yep. last year and stuff. So again, the injuries are always, and we've seen years like last year, like Andy's last or Chip uh, was it Chip's last, whatever the one year where Matt this and everyone else got hurt on yep. the line. Like there are those years where your whole line goes. Andy. I think it was Andy's last, yeah. regardless, but. The the like you can lose those guys and it just submarines a team. It submarines an offense. Absolutely. So. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you. So if Jalen Hurts gets good offensive line play, then clearly he's gonna have a much better chance to succeed. Let's go to Florida and talk to our buddy Jacory. Hey, Jacory. 
Hey guys, how's how's it going? What's up, man? Good to talk to you. Good man. Um, you know, I think you know, Jalen Hurts would be all right. Um, you know, my thing I have to see out of him is how does he, you know, deal with adversity. Uh-huh. You know, you throw a bad ball, or you, you know, throw a pick, or you just have a bad game. How can you bounce back? And I think the thing is nobody's talking about. We play third. Straight weeks until our first bye week, which is week 14, yeah. which is really crazy. And you're going to deal with injuries. You no, know, it's NFL. You're going to deal with injuries. You know, somebody on the line might get hurt, a receiver might get hurt. How can you deal with that? How can you make, you know, the you know guys low on the depth chart better? I want to see that um, out of Jalen Hurts. Well, and also Sirianni in them. I mean, that's a, yeah, that's a yeah. big role for them. I think guys. two instances last year where you can maybe say Jalen will be good in that area is I thought in the Cardinals game, he started out really slow. He had that bad mistake he made in the end zone that I'm almost positive led to a safety, right? Mm-hmm. He threw it away. Yeah, yeah. Safety. Yep. So, and yeah. he went on to have statistically the best game of the season that, that year. So, yeah, I think yeah. you saw him respond to a bad throw, but just also like in terms of rallying the team, you know, I don't know if I've seen I don't know if I've seen Carson do it. I guess in 2019 he did, but for Jalen to rally that team and to help them beat the Saints, I think it's incredibly impressive. Like we all saw that team was different from the second that game started. And I think look, Jalen's the common denominator. They took Carson out, they put Jalen in. I remember in the pre in on the field prior to the game, Jalen's standing there as everyone walks out the huddle, he's shaking all their hands, he's active. Like it was just a different demeanor. So you're right, Jacory, he does have to prove that long term. But I thought there were two very clear instances last year where he, he showed that kind of resilience. Well, and also the college thing that we talked about. I mean, getting benched, having to come back into the SEC championship game, win that game, yep. go somewhere else, be a, a Heisman finalist. Like, that, that is adversity like, yeah. to deal with that. And, and he handled it, like, with flying colors. I think so, too. Um, another thing is, too, two more things. Like, he's going to have to adjust the NFL defense because these defensive coordinators now have faith on Jalen Hurts. They're going to throw – yeah, stuff he's never seen before. Adam. Another thing is too, I don't think we're in on Deshaun Watson like that. I know we had talks with the Texans about that too, but I think that what they're trying to go do, I think they're gonna start looking at these college quarterbacks because this college quarterback class that's coming up right now is underrated. Is underrated good, you know. I don't know, Jacory. To, to, to be honest, man, I I think there's like a thirty percent chance Deshaun Watson comes here this year. Like I I think they are yeah. very much in on him. So if but, you know, if we'll see what happens with his legal situation, but I would I disagree that they're not actually in on him. And also, you got to remember he has a no trade clause too. He said that I don't want to come to. Yeah, I'm sure. So yeah, I mean his Houston notes. Yeah, who knows what his options would be at this point, right? So many teams have filled their quarterback roles. Clearly, his situation is different than it was at the end of last year. So who knows? But yeah, I look if he's willing to come here and he's cleared, like I think the Eagles would make the trade. I would not, yeah. but I think they would. Hopefully we don't have to give up all the draft picks. It's only two. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a player. <laughs> and look, great call, Ja'Cory, as always. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, you know, it's all dependent. We don't know what his value is, what right. the legal st- – so it's, like, hard to discuss, but I agree with you. I think that depending on those things and the Philadelphia Eagles know a lot more about what's going on with those things than the general public. I mean, mm-hmm. we all know they're – Yeah, they do their homework. Own yes. investigations, all that type of stuff. So I am with you, Elliot. If – if they feel that stuff is cleared or is going to be cleared or whatever, they're in on him. I feel 100% Look, Deshaun sure. Watson is incredibly talented. Don't get me wrong. He is. 
But the Eagles just got out of a situation with a quarterback that had bad Get injury. Out of a long that was that was yeah. I mean, it's I'm serious about that. I really, don't jump right back in. Don't rebound. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I I really would not trade for Deshaun Watson for those reasons. And I realize that if they do it, that we could be standing here in week seven and he's on his revenge tour and all those things. Like that could happen. But man, I think you have something special in Jalen Hurts. I would ride out before I make such a massive commitment to Deshaun Watson. Let's go to Phoenixville and talk to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, gentlemen. Elliot, uh, second time talking to you. And awesome. um, thanks for calling. I wasn't going to call until I heard that clown talk about comparing Fitzpatrick to uh, to Jalen. To Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think Hurts is going to be better than Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick has had a bit of an underrated before career, me. but yeah. <laughs> so you're down there more, and um, I used to get paid to throw baseballs and. My last name is Mitchell, so you have two Mitches that there we go. Strike. Two pitchers. <laughs> nice. That's funny. But uh, I never gave up. Yeah, I gave up maybe a home run or two, but I definitely plunked a couple guys. And uh, <laughs> sometimes the catcher was the safest guy in the stadium. Yeah, but I'm, um, I'm sure. But that being said, I you know I know how to throw and I know footwork. And what people don't realize is, you know, making that jump from one double A as a football player, the games. You know, he was the biggest guy there on campus, and he was the fastest about guy Carson. there. When you get to the N- yeah, when you get to the NFL, you, you're it's hard for a Division One high level Alabama style player to make that jump. But when you're going one double A to the NFL, that's even a bigger jump. And a lot of times with professional, you have to have the game slow up for you. And that yeah. only comes through repetition and also the mental side of the game, where you're able to calm your emotions and stay within yourself and not let your body over. So uh, Carson's had happy feet from day one. Um, the one thing that calmed him down in his rookie year or early on was when Doug pa- um, Peterson was calling plays. He had him get to the line of scrimmage quicker and he had the earbuds in because the, the, cl- the, um, the audio goes out 15 minutes or 15 seconds before the, the play um, yeah. they cut it off. So he had him get up to the line of scrimmage quick. And Doug would actually read the defense, and then he's like, all right, audible this, audible that, because he's not like Peyton Manning who can come up and say Omaha and do all this other Yeah, look, stuff. To, to your point, there's no denying that pre-snap is hugely important for a quarterback. And I think to but, your point as well, when you're going from North Dakota State to the NFL, it's just a harder jump. I mean, a lot of these players that are elite players now, like Jalen Hurts played against them in college. He went up against the best of the best every year. And that's yeah. another reason and, why – I just think counting him out is so silly. Like, he's gone to Alabama and succeeded. He's gone to Oklahoma and succeeded. Who knows if he'll succeed in the NFL, but he has shown he can dominate the top levels of where he's at. Yeah, and with with Carson, back to him, his happy feet all come, like, as a quarterback or, like, for me, I played as a professional pitcher. It all starts with the foundation. If you're a hitter, pitcher, fielder, you have to have good footwork, and you have to have a, you have to have control of the balls of your feet. If you're running on the Look, heels, mechanics, you're the mechanics ball. were certainly Chris, an issue. great call, great call. call yeah, mechanics were certainly an issue for Carson later on. I think part of that was injury related too. I just think when you suffer the injuries you do, it's that he did. It's very tough mentally, right? It just is. I give him credit for coming back from him. Like I've never subscribed to the Carson's not tough. Like Carson's not a competitor thing. You tear your ACL, you break your back, and you come back from those things. All the credit in the world to you because I don't know if I could do that right like I just don't know so I, I give him credit for doing that but the mechanics definitely played a role in Carson's downfall 215-592-9494 where do you stand on Jalen Hurts and what he needs to accomplish this year to to secure the job moving forward and 
general Eagles talk. You know, we got some. Uh, could Elliot recover from a broken could, back? You know? Probably not. Probably not. I, I think ACL. that was the thing. Yeah, the Diller Mylotta thing. I think that's a really interesting discussion as well. I want to get into that more as well coming up. And and look, we'll take any Eagles questions you got. If you have any questions about possession battles, training camp coming up, all that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Goldberg's Radio. It's Goldberg's Radio. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Ellie Tro Parks, James Seltzer with you till 3. Technically 3.30. A little leading off after, so we're still with you. Just talking other stuff. We're always here with you. Yeah, we're just very happy to hear Podcast that. Podcast feed. Yeah, yeah, check us out. Echo Bird Spot on Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Uh, we're just happy that Christian Erickson seems to be okay and yes. alive. If you missed the beginning of the show, we started the show shook. Like, Elliot and I literally started the show thinking we might have just watched someone die on national television. It was terrifying. It seems like he's okay. It seems like they're going to restart the match coming up yeah. here, so the players want to play or whatever. So happy he's okay. <sighs> yes, good news. Very good news. It was really a scary, like a truly scary moment. I I really felt shook starting the yeah. show. Like it felt off. It felt weird. So it was yeah. It was terrifying. We're very happy he's okay, yeah. and uh, I hope you know. Who knows? Maybe he plays. Not not today, <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, but I mean, forward, yeah. yeah, moving forward, maybe he'll yeah. be back and you know playing. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. Either way, I'm I'm yeah, happy he's okay. Yes. The, the, it was a scary, scary couple hours there. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you want to get in talking Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Let's go back to the phones and talk to my buddy Martin Collegeville, aka the Sledgehammer. What up, Sledgey? Well, sir, how you doing, man? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm hanging in there. And, of course, even though he's a Cowboys fan, ESP, what's up, man? <laughs> that drop by Jack Fritz will just live on for forever. The, yeah, Elliot's a Cowboys uh, fan, yeah. Not a Cowboys uh, dude, fan, you're, but, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're never going to live it down. But, nope, uh, you know, Seltzer is the proud dad of the number one Sledgehammer fan. Okay. Yes, Didn't sir. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, on, on to the Eagles, I mean – First off, with Hurts, I don't think it's going to take um, a playoff run for him to secure the spot. I think as long as he has a winning season or at least close to a winning season, better than what Wentz did, because he, he has all the intangibles that Wentz did when you know he was a rookie and all, but he has better accuracy than Wentz did. Um, I think as long as it's a winning season or at least better than the last few years, that should secure him the spot. Um, yeah, look, I think there's a chance. Uh, there's certainly a chance that they no, they don't make the playoffs and he's a starting quarterback in 2022. Don't get me wrong; like that could definitely happen. But if you're Jalen Hurts and you're saying, "What can I do to make sure that I'm this team's quarterback moving forward?" Like making the playoffs does it. There's no if they make the playoffs, there is no chance he's not the quarterback in 2022. Whereas if they, you know, he does have a really good year, I, who knows if the Eagles don't believe in him long term, maybe they flip him for value after a good year and bring somebody else in. I just think playoffs is the only way where he can be sure that he'll be the guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I I see that. That's how it might go. Um, one thing you guys haven't touched on though that I wanted to bring up is, uh, what do you think is going to go on with Zach Ertz? Do you think they're going to make him play out his last year? Do you think they're going to use him as a trade piece? Uh, what do you think they're going to do with him? Sledge, great question. We'll get it's Elliot's answer. Thanks for calling, buddy. Always great to talk to you. Uh, what Zach, do you think the Zach Ertz that? question. How many times? Right, you know? and yeah. and you've been very consistent, at least for a while, where you've been saying he won't be on the team, he won't be on the team, he won't be on the team. It is, what is it? It is June 12th. We talked June 1st. Yes, the, January 1st. It is June 1st, yeah. the 12th. We are uh, about a month away, or like a little over a month away from like preseason games yeah. and stuff. Where are you at on the Zach Ertz thing? I do not believe Zach Ertz will be on the team, flat out. Would I, you know, I'll be honest and say maybe there's a chance they 
bring him into camp. But I don't know if he'd, for if an he'd injury report. on another but team. But I don't know if that... he'd report. Like, if you're Zach Ertz, I guess you have to. You don't want to get fined, which they, they would fine him if he, he did might not, not show. report. I could see him not reporting. I, but I agree. There's a chance he does not report. So maybe they're tr- hoping for a Sam Bradford situation. But, like, what are you really going to get for Zach Ertz? Like, what team out there would lose a tight end in training camp and feel so desperate to get another tight end that they would then give you, like, a third or a fourth round yeah. pick. So I, I still believe he will not be with the team in training camp. And now that they've made it through OTAs, I mean, from the Eagles' perspective, there is real no reason to rush. I mean, who knows? To your point, maybe three weeks from now, a GM wakes up and goes, you know what, I should get Zach Ertz. Or, you know, something happens, right? So at this point, I guess you hold on to him until close to training camp. But, man, from Zach Ertz' perspective, uh, it, I don't want to say the team's doing him dirty. but uh, like A little bit. I, I mean, mean he's, got, he's got a contract. They, he could, yeah. they could have released him before the start of the yep. uh, agency. They could have done it at the end of the year, and then he could have prior to the market opening. I mean, look, this is an all-time great Eagle. He caught the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. He's arguably the best receiver they've ever had. Now, I don't think he is, but he's going he's 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 to be very close yeah. in terms of total receptions, totally. touchdowns, meaningful yeah. catches, right? So you see this organization so often treat players better than they have Zach Ertz, just with, like, the Malcolm situation. Yep. You know, they, they let Malcolm go early. Choose where he wanted to go. Nick Foles, they, I think they knew they couldn't get anything for him. But at the same time, you know, they did let him go early. So this team does have a history of treating their players well. I, Ike Reese will talk about that mm-hmm. as a former player. So sure. I am a little surprised with how the Zach Ertz situation is Me out. too. And it feels, as it goes on, like a Howie misjudging Zach Ertz's market situation where he mm, thought he could get a I don't think that's it. I, I think it's Zach Ertz misplayed this in the way that they didn't ex- they didn't accept a contract offer last well, year. Well, that's that's forgetting that. I'm talking about right now, this offseason, like we said, he could have cut him before, he could have cut him before. I think they waited. They thought they would get something is my point. They thought a team was going to give them more than what Maybe, they, yeah. Clearly. Well, but Otherwise, Howie could also— cut him. Like, just cut him. Right, but once you make the decision that you're not going to cut him— He's like— box himself into a corner with this. But I don't think he has because from the Eagles' perspective, again, we could say, look, treat, do the right thing for Zach Ertz, right? But in reality, there's no benefit to the Eagles to cut him before they have to other than just being a nice guy. Right. Like, that's really the I only get, benefit. I get so, that. So Howie and Lurie could have decided, like, look, we offered you a deal last year. You didn't want it, right? So you played the year out. Now you're under contract. I understand you want us to do the right thing, but – you know, you've also put yourself in this situation a little bit. So from our perspective, we're not going to release you just to release you. And you're right that maybe they thought they'd get more. I but until so. they don't, we don't know. Right. right. True, yeah. true. But I, I think that the offers they expected were not out there is my guess. And I think they're in a situation now where I think you're going to have to cut them at some point. Like, I don't think or you trade him for, for some BS return. Like, they're not getting unless, again, like you said, maybe there's a Sam Bradford situation where a team – with it, title hopes, tight end gets hurt, and they're like, all right, we'll give you a fourth or something. But the but like, difference, I think, is, like, the Eagles are not planning on having Zach Ertz on their roster. So anything they get from him, in a way, is, is like, found money, right? Because to your point, if I were but them— they already missed all these spots, like, all these— like, But clearly I there's no were, offer there. But they were asking for too high. Like, there could have been an offer. I just think they're asking for too much. Well, but I think those offers were insignificant, is my point. Like, if you're the Eagles and you're sitting there and a team offers you a sixth or seventh round pick— it's almost like cashing out on a bet. Like, yeah, you could cash out for a dollar, but if you hold on, who knows, maybe you win 20, right? So, like, I think the Eagles decided that taking those offers were worth waiting, and then maybe you don't get a sixth or seventh round pick, but honestly, like, who cares at that point, right? So I don't believe – and this is where I would caution Zach, too, is, like, leaving Philadelphia might not be the greener pasture. And I understand that he probably feels slated by the team, like Dallas Goddard's going to play a large role. But And he probably knows who's interested in him out there. But, like, he's been very successful with the Eagles. I think he would play a ton here, even though Goddard's here. 
So I, if I'm him, I don't know how eager I am to get released at this point. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. but Because clearly no team out there is saying, like, we're going to make you a feature yeah. point of no, our offense. I, I guess, yeah, that is a fair point. It is pretty crazy, though, that, that like you said, the way they've treated these types of guys. Yeah. Like, it is crazy. Zach Ertz has literally never caused a problem, never done anything, like, except show up and be great yeah. and say great things and, and be a great part of And again, of one city. of the best players in franchise history. Yeah, and, and it, like I always say, find me someone who's had bigger catches in the history of the Eagles than Zach Ertz. You can't. Yeah, that's there's it. not. <laughs> That's it. So I'm with you. It's a it's a really strange. It's strange that it's played out this way. I think is really. The, I think the best Z- way Zach it. would probably say he's surprised by it too. Yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's talk to our buddy Scott in Dallas. Hey Scott. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for calling in. I got to get on a little rant first, and I want to talk about Jalen Hurts. I, right, I can't be one to stand any longer for Mad Mike and his narrative on Brandon Graham. Yes. Okay, here we go. Get him. Get him. Is a Philly guy from from the start. I mean, you think about it. He made the biggest play in Eagles history against a quarterback who's a stone-cold killer, a quarterback who's come back in Super Bowls multiple times against the Rams, against the Panthers. They were down 10 against Seattle. He's come back against the Atlanta Falcons, and he was in prime position to do the same thing to us down five with two minutes left. And he made the biggest play in our team's history, and you want to criticize that guy. Uh, Scott, he's a guy. Scott, he's my favorite Eagle ever. That's really where is. I'm at. James he is, is my favorite. I'm yeah. not just saying that. Like, Brandon Graham is my favorite Eagle of my lifetime, and he was before he made the play in the Super Bowl. Wow. To your point, he also made the biggest play in the history of the franchise. Like, Brandon Graham's the best, and I will not stand for Brandon Graham's slander. I'm with you. I will not stand for it either. And you just think about it. He came in at the end of the Andy Reid era when he was basically the downfall of Reid. He went through the chip era where he had to switch to a 3-4 and became a pretty solid 3-4 linebacker. He went back to a 4-3, and he always kept a smile on his face. Never turned into JP complaining about his play, complaining about money, holding the team hostage. Was always a culture guy, just like Jason Kelsey. He's yeah. the defensive Jason Kelsey of this team. Agreed, 100%. And I think he'll have a decent year next year. So no more Brandon Graham slander on the show from Mad yes. Max. We will, we will shut it down. Caution him we'll next shut it out. What year. What else you got, for it. I'm with you. But I, I want to get into uh, Jalen Hurts. It's weird how this narrative started. For some reason, I think it's the Washington game that sticks in people's heads. I've heard a few callers call in before. Like, I, I remember Justin from Carney's Point, I believe, talked about how Jalen Hurts never completed, like, a, a pass beyond, like, 20 years. And it's just not true. Yeah. Reuben Franks even talked about when he played, I think he completed the second most passes of 30 yards or more in those games uh, of any team in during those weeks. Yeah, I mean, look, he hit Reger deep on one. He hit Deshaun deep for one. Uh, I think Quez Greg Watkins Ward. Got, yeah, Greg for Ward. Quez might have been a catch Alshon. short and go long. But I think Quez Hightower, had, Hightower yeah. he had one with, I think. Either yeah, way. no, I agree. Dude, I, I think Jalen Hurts can throw the ball down the field without problem. I think he has the arm and the accuracy to do it. Got to get better with the reads, I think, where, uh, and a lot of that's the offensive line, too. You look at, we talked about, like, Carson Wentz, the offensive line. But by the time Jalen Hurts is playing, the guys who are with Carson were injured. I mean, well, and Scott, he, Scott, really quick to what you just said, I'm not signaling you, singling you out on this, but I think it's interesting when people say he's got to work on his reads. Like, every quarterback in the NFL entering their second season has got to work on their reads. Like, this is not a mm-hmm. unique problem to Jalen Hurts. It's not a. It's not a thing that only he has to deal with. Like, yes, maybe some quarterbacks are better at it than others earlier on in their career, but I, I don't think a big problem for him is reading defenses. I just don't. Scott, outstanding yep. call. Outstanding. I've got a big prediction for you guys. Lay it on us. All right. Jalen Hurts is going to put himself in the MVP conversation early in the year. He's playing five <laughs> terrible defenses that's going to wow. allow him. Yeah. You, you've got the Falcons, the Cowboys, the Panthers, 
the Raiders and the Lions in the first eight weeks. Those are five of the worst defenses in the NFL. If he shows up, he'll be in the MVP race by week eight. Scott, awesome prediction, awesome call. Love the fire and totally agree. They play the 49ers. Even Carson beat them Uh, last year. Yeah, I know. know. Well, Nick Mullins did throw the ball right to Alex Singleton. But, you know. True. 215-592. 94, 94, one more segment to go. We started Tom from Abington taking some shots to start the show. A retort coming back, plus more calls as well. And your thoughts on Jalen Hurts. It's Go Birds Radio. It's Elliot it's James. And let me remind you one more time that no one does live in-game play-by-play betting better than Park Sportsbook. The Park Sportsbook app is our sportsbook app of choice. Baseball's back, golf's in full swing. Sign up now and you can bet live on things like baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more. They have an incredible offer to get you in on the action. As a new customer, you can make your first bet risk-free up to $500. The Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app based right here in the Delaware Valley, and they have it all. Live in-game betting, which is a Wild ride, parlays, props, teasers, and so much more. You can bet on individual player performances in pro hoops, hockey, baseball, things like points, rebounds, goals, strikeouts, anything and everything you can think of. It is on there. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And it just makes it so much more fun to have some action on these games. The Park Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. Again, here's the deal. New customers only sign up now and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, and that is P-A-R-X, casino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. See the website for terms and conditions. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Final segment for Elliot and I coming up next, leading off Yankees-Phillies after that. Let's get to as many calls as we can. We started the show off with Tom from Abington. little caller-on-caller crime. It's only fair that there be a retort. Let's go to Chester and talk to Wade. Hey, Wade. What's up, brother? Hey, man. How y'all doing, man? What's going hey, on, listen, man? man. I, I, I really hate taking jabs at Tom because – I'm a I'm a vet here. I've been on this station, calling this station since it was on AM. You are OG Tom, Wade for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Tom sounds like he's like an older guy. How is it that I didn't even know of Tom until we drafted Carson Wentz? Mm. It was almost like he was his, uh, you know, that little buggy that rides along the side of the motorcycle. It's almost <laughs> like Tom's head is sitting in that thing. It's a sidecar. You're to, saying? Yeah, he actually needs to take it and go to uh, the, the Indianapolis where. Uh, where Carson is, because to be quite honest with you, and I was holding this back for years, Carson Wentz is a better hunter than he is a quarterback. Y'all just don't I, know it yet. You well, I've been, I, like, I mean, Wade, I've been. Yeah, you're it. talking yeah. to Elliot. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I He's mean, right there now, with let you, me buddy. tell you something. And let me just give you something really, really. As Jason Kelsey, outspoken, you know he's a Carson guy. When they asked Jason Kelsey about uh, Jalen Hurts, you know what he said? He what? said that. When this guy steps on the field, he knows he's the best player on the field. He yeah. said he doesn't say it because he's humble. This is coming from a player, a guy that is a Carson guy. A guy You don't hear about Carson Wentz's leadership, how he, he takes the offense and just commanded it. But when you see Jalen Hurts throw the football, even if you don't know football, it's almost like you're looking at a quarterback throwing the football to a receiver. When someone like Chris Sims, who I believe has an in-depth jealousy of Jalen Hurts for all the reasons that you know why, okay, because of him. 
when you look at his his ability, when you say uh, he stretches the field, that's like a, a, a secret word that you want to use to make people that just fans of football don't know what the hell you're talking about. But you know how Jalen Hurts stretches the field better than any quarterback in the league? His feet. When he takes that shoulder and he goes inside of the tackle, when the tackle pushes the uh, defensive end up the field and he does not cross that line of scrimmage, you know what he just did? He just created a new platform in which to throw to. Well, and look at last year when Miles Sanders had that big touchdown run against the Saints, right? I mean, defenders look, followed look Jalen Hurts, yeah. You can just look at every time he broke the pocket and did not run. Big things happen. What he did do, he stretched the field. Well, yeah, really okay, quick, we... real quick, Wade, to your point about what Jason Kelsey said, one thing I personally feel I've learned since covering a team every day is players know. Like, players know who can play and yes. who can't. And the fact that the players right away gravitated to Jalen and the fact that there's been so many locker room questions about Carson over the years tells me that I'm not saying they hate Carson as a person, but that locker room was not convinced Carson was the guy talent-wise. I think there's a ton of confidence in Jalen Hurts because players know. Like, they just know from being around, playing it their whole life, and I think they believe in Jalen. And so just lastly, before y'all let me go, all you have to do is look at this. Jalen Hurts has played top defense. In those four games he played, he played three good defenses. He performed very well against all three of them. So when someone says that the, the, the defense has the book on Jalen Hurts, guess what? It doesn't matter what type of book you got on him because he's a triple threat. Mm. So it's not like you can stop what he's doing. Only thing you can do is create more opportunities for him. You can't stop him. Wade, great Chase call. Young and them couldn't even touch Wade, Wade, dude. I got you. Wade, great call. And look, I, Wade loves some Jalen. Wade loves Jalen Hurts more than you do, yeah. more than anybody else hey, does. Hey, when, when he's right, he'll Well, you know. and I do think to the point, uh, you know, I think it just brings up what you said before. That is a very important point because I do, I'm guilty of it in that I'm so excited about what Jalen Hurts brings above the shoulders, the attitude, the dedication, the work ethic, all that stuff, the, mm -hmm. the attitude. That, you know, we don't give enough credit to the fact that he is a super talented yes. athlete. You, know, that, that, you don't dominate at Oklahoma and, yeah. not, and not be talented. You don't go and to that, Alabama. Like, that is the thing. Like, you mentioned it before, like, third and eight, third and seven, third and ten. Like, when teams constantly convert those, especially with quarters, quarterbacks running, yes, it is demoralizing. It sucks the soul out of a defense, and that's the kind of stuff you can really do. I think, too, just the fact that Jalen was a big name in college football, like, I think players around the league recognize. Look, we saw it. You saw it games last, last year. You saw right? it last year. As players soon as they drafted up. him, we talked about it, and it, and it proved out. People well, are like he walks in the locker room. And they're like, I know who that guy is. Right. Well, and even last year against Washington, against Washington in the final game, there was video that came out afterwards of Washington players saying to Jalen, like, "Look, we didn't think we were going to win if you stayed in." Right. Like that's a level of respect that the fact he already has as extremely talented. Let's go to Deptford and talk to my guy Andy. Yo, Andy. Yo, yo. What's good, fellas? What's going up, on, man? Yo, man, you guys are talking about, well, mainly James, you're talking about Brandon Graham. Like, he's one of the greatest DNs ever. Uh, no, nice. Andy, 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 real quick, listen to what I said. He's my favorite Eagle ever. Not really? the best, not the most talented, whatever. He's my favorite, personally. Like, he's my favorite player. Good career. Really good locker room amazing guy. Amazing guy. Seems and like I, he has a phenomenal Also amazing career. I, yeah, I, amazing but, career. I made the biggest play in this year. Amazing career. Also, yes, amazing uh, career. Amazing He's never had career. more than 10 sacks. I like, care. He, one part he of it. He made the most important play in the history Here's of the, the franchise. He, he, and also, it's a wonderful, wonderful person who I have a relationship with who is, I, I don't, won't go into the whole story, but Brandon Graham 
remembered me from when I worked for the Eagles when I was at a different radio station out of nowhere. I didn't think he knew who I was. Came over, knew my name, remembered me, was so happy to see me living my dream. He said, like, Brandon Graham is one of the best people we've ever had in sports in this city. That's, so that, that's all good. Again, but, that's why I didn't say he's the best defensive end. I said he's my favorite player ever. Is that okay? We good with it? I, 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 that's your opinion. But for me, he ain't it's cracking a, It's my not an opinion. 10. It's a favorite. Like, you understand the difference between yeah. best and favorite. Yeah, that, who do you your, like the most, right? Like, I like Brandon Graham more than any other eagle. That's that's what it is. Wow. I also would that's... push back a little bit, Andy. I do think he's had an amazing career. I'm not he's saying he's Eagles Hall of Famer. He's yeah. an Eagles Hall of Famer, like flat out. Like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Elliot, yeah. what's amazing about his career when he never had over ten? He had right. a good career. You got to remember the first part of his career, though. Everybody yeah, but, thought I, he was but a I think everybody was, last... everybody was saying Earl Thomas. They weren't saying Brandon Graham. So you can't just discredit that, changed. that whole No one first says that anymore, career. Andy. No one says that. And also, you he's moved back and forth in positions. He was put in a 3-4 from a 4-3. Like, Wait a minute, though. If you could go back in that draft, you would want Brandon Graham over Earl Thomas for their careers? Earl Thomas is I mean, Earl Thomas legit. fell off pretty hard, too. Like, yeah, he was very also, good. Also, again, like, it's not – look, is Earl Thomas is a – Better is football Earl player, sure. Yeah, I think he probably think he is. is but oh, without a doubt, he's a better football player. But but it doesn't matter. Like, what does it matter? We won the Super Bowl with Brandon Graham making the biggest play. Like, that's the world we live let's, in, let's and I'm forget, super happy. Let's with not it. forget the tight end that everybody wants to walk out of town made one of the biggest, two biggest plays. Uh, I don't. I we just fourth talked about how much we loved him. I, I'm with you. Fourth down catch that kept the drive. It doesn't going. have to be one or the other. You can love both players. Too, you know? I'm, I'm just saying. I, I think Brandon Graham is a great player. I think I, I don't think he's a great player. I think he's a good player. I think we overpaid him to stay here because he's a 30 plus year old DN that gives you minimal to average production for no, that, that position. Is, come on, all right, Andy, good call. Well, real like, quick to to, to your wait, point, wait, 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 there's yeah. a difference between like your favorite player, like yes. Allen Iverson's my favorite sixer of all time. I'm he's probably not the best sixer of all time, but he's my favorite, so yeah. I would say yes. Where I would say it's interesting, though, and interesting, not bad, is I would bet you're in the minority on having him as your favorite Eagle. Like, I don't For think sure. a lot of people would have and him. And again, I, yeah. the biggest part of it is that interaction that I had with him, where right. he came and he was genuinely, first of all, remembered me, yes. genuinely happy I was living my dream. And like in that moment, like I, like we were humans together. It yeah. wasn't like some, so like, yes, But he I also has enough of a pedigree where I could exactly. see somebody. Yes. Exactly, like he is an all-time Eagle. Right. Like flat out, he made the biggest play in the history of the franchise. And like that does matter. So what I would say about him having an amazing career I just think when you're an athlete that plays at a high level for a super long time that's an amazing outcome and, uh, like and to, all it, with the same team yes and it, like like if you don't like we can argue how good a defensive end he is or whatever how great an eagle he is is inarguable Ag- agreed yeah. yeah all right let's go to Collegeville and talk to Dan hey Dan hey Jimmy how are you hey what's Bye. going on man um well I Jimmy uh, uh James sorry I, I I agree with you like I think Randy Grant's a great player but you will admit like this philosophy is one of the reasons why, along with our horrible owner, that this team is in this predicament, right? Like we oh, can't. I, I, I've you know where I'm at, Dan. You've heard me enough. I want. Right. I'm rebuild. I'm I'm young players. I'm I'm all in there. I think they're separate issues. You know the 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 how Brandon Graham being my favorite player, and whether I would have given him that contract and all that type of stuff. And even then, like he was good last year. So, but I, I get your point. Okay, it's just because you know. And again, I have nothing against him. But he's a great player. I mean, he, I've, you know, when we drafted him, I didn't think he was great. You know, he took a little a little while to warm up. But, um, I, I'm just tired of paying for past performance and keeping guys because they meant something. You know, the Alshon Jeffries. The, so real, real um, quick, and this is maybe too big of a point to bring up at the end of the show, but like, if the worse they're in, 
this predicament is they have Brandon Graham signed? Like, is that that bad? I mean, we're talking about, like, a team being in a terrible situation. I, I don't know. I don't think the Eagles are in a terrible spot. I think they're – yeah, they were bad last year, but I don't know. I think it's overstated what a bad situation this team is in. Um, that's fine. I mean, I look forward to – Yeah, next week. Next week you got to call <laughs> in. Over. Yeah. And I, I will – when Carson Wentz is in the uh, Super Bowl in the next year or two, yeah, I will that, well, that won't sure be that. happening. So, yeah. We'll Ooh, be waiting on huh? that call. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the Colts guys. have won one playoff hey, game. Hey, Danny, a pleasure, years, man. Like, Thanks yeah. for calling. Take it easy. Yeah. yeah. Look, I uh, – I, I, like – this um, I I don't understand the Brandon Graham. Well, hate. I, like, I, I don't, understand. It makes it. no sense to me. Like so I disagree with it, but he's an interesting player in the way that like he has never had double digit sacks, and that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a like who cares, right? I mean, if you consider consistently have eight or nine, is it that much different than right. having nine or ten? But I he's an interesting guy just because of how his career trajectory has gone. He's never probably been a top three defensive end in the league. I would say actually definitely no, he, definitely and, not. Well, but in like 2017, 18, he was like very good. Yeah, maybe not still 18, not maybe that like good. 16, 17. Yeah, like, yeah, no, he was not top three, but he was certainly in the discussion of like top ten. So, but regardless, I can see the argument of you know maybe he hasn't had an amazing career. I just think when you've been consistently very good for a very long time, like that's an amazing accomplishment. All right, thank you to Kevin Keenan. Great job buying the glass. Thank you to everyone who called in. We literally could not do the show without you. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Until then, check out our pod, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff, at GoBirdsPod on Twitter. And, hey, we're staying. Leading yes, off baseball with talk. Elliot and James. High hopes with, uh, with Elliot and There James. you go. I love it. That's coming up next. Thank you for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.